Yo, 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 yo. Good morning to the people. Today is October 26, 2022. My name is Chris, Chris B. Cappin on Twitter. This is Cashed It with Chris, presented by the Forever Basketball Podcast Network. Uh, man, man, man. So we got a lot to get into. We got a big slate today. Appreciate you guys for being here over on the YouTube comment section and on Twitter. We got a lot to get into. Um, we we had some games yesterday. Of course, we got a nice slate today. I think it's going to be a lot of betting angles that we can take advantage of, even though we don't have a lot of a lot of the lines, which kind of, you know, um, doesn't make for the greatest show. But I, I still want to share information with you guys based on what, you know, the, the research that I've done shows. Um, so, you know, I, I don't have a lot um, of uh, a lot of just a lot of lines. I feel like the books are. Still coming on a little slow, um, putting stuff out, you know, kind of slow, which doesn't make the most make the best for the morning show. But I still want to give you guys angles. Um, so let's get into it, man. First off, let's go ahead and do a recap of yesterday. So yesterday uh, on the morning show, I came on. I gave out uh, Jaden Ivey over his 23 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Uh, and that did not cash. It was a one unit play for me. Jaden Ivey over 23 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Uh, he just never, they just never got into a sink. They never got into a flow shot. Credit to credit to Washington. Washington defense looked really good. I was reading that. Um, and I watched it too. Uh, Cade had, didn't have the greatest game. He had three point, he had three assists and three turnovers. And I think, um, Detroit only, uh, only had three assists in the second half. So, um, stifling defense from Washington, they slowed down, uh, this, uh, Detroit Piston team, which we'll talk a little bit more about, um, here soon. In the evening show, if you tapped into uh, the, the Crispy Cabin NBA show in the evening, I gave out um, I gave out the Clippers and OKC under 219 and a half. That was a cash one unit play for me. Uh, so 0.89 units came back on that. And then Zubak over 10 and a half rebounds. I talked about that yesterday on the show, but I'm not going to count it as an official because I didn't give it out as an official play because I didn't I didn't see a line for it yet. But Zubak had 14 rebounds yesterday. I talked about laddering them yesterday, uh, his his rebounds, and you know that was a that was a cash, uh, a, a, a easy cash yesterday um, on Zubak rebounds. I think he had eight at halftime, um, and uh, they lost the game. <laughs> shout out to shout out to OKC. Um, so uh, the the Clippers just kind of tanked that one away. No Kawhi, no PG, no Morris, um, and then we saw SGA get rolled in late. Uh, and then lastly, I gave out stuff over 26 and a half points. And now, man, that was a that was a frustrating one because he took a couple shots late that easily could have went in um, after he was having a really good uh, offensive game. He missed a couple free throws as well. Finished with 21 points, I think. Um, and Phoenix, uh, Phoenix mopped. Uh, <laughs> they mopped um, Golden State last night in Phoenix. So uh, we saw Clay Thompson get ejected. Um, that was a, that was a really interesting game. And I stayed up for all of it. Probably shouldn't have. But I, <laughs> but I did. Um, so let's get on to today, man. Let's get on to today. Uh, don't want to make the recap portion too long. Uh, beautiful morning, Mavs. Uh, let me down. Minus minus five. It's uh, in the review. Learn from failure. Yeah, uh, capping one on one. They the Mavs don't do as well when they scored 130 points. So um, yeah, that's something to take into consideration. What's up, DJ? Appreciate you being here. JR Sports, as always, appreciate you being here as well, my brother. Uh, what up? What up, LJ? He said tough night last night. Yeah, and last night was it was tough, man. I went two and two overall on the show. I went on this show. I actually went zero and one. 
Um, which brings us to do, 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 let's see, show units minus 1.49. So we're, we're back down to minus 2.49 units on, on this actual show. Um, overall, we are still up um, three units. So we're up 3.37 units overall um, between both shows combined. So uh, every time we seem like we get into a groove, we, we take a step back as well. So I'll figure it out and we'll we'll definitely, you know, start to trend in the right direction. But today's game. So first game up, I want to talk about this magic game. So the magic Orlando will be going into Cleveland, uh, Cleveland's land, eight and a half points in this one. Um, the line for this one opened at 219. Uh, right now, I see the line at 218, uh, some 219s out there as well. So some money's come in on the under. Which I I think I like that from the perspective of Cleveland's been playing a lot of a lot of good defense and Orlando um, just can't score the ball. Uh, they just really struggle to score, specifically in the second half of game. So it could be a spot where you take them, um, where you take Orlando. Uh, you know, second half, whatever sharp Cleveland's winning by at the end of the first half, they probably end up, um, you know, beating Orlando even more. Orlando's one of those teams that come out and give you what they got in the first half. Uh, they don't do too much after after that. They, I talked about it on the show the other day. So Orlando comes into this one um, 0-4 straight up, 1-3 ATS. The Magic are also coming off the 13-point loss to the Knicks uh, in a game that they didn't cover as well. Cleveland comes into this game 2-1 straight up. They're also 2-1 ATS. Uh, the only loss that they have uh, came um, on opening night when they went to Cleveland. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, when, they, when they lost to the Raptors. So uh yeah they got wins over washington wins over chicago and two two really you know solid teams i think um i think uh you know they land a big number here but i, I wouldn't be able to take the the magic in this one um you know plus the eight and a half so this this is the third game of four nights for cleveland though um as they uh only had yesterday off they have boston on deck too so it could be a look ahead spot they play boston on friday um, so that's something I wanted to mention. Darius Garland has al already been rolled out in this one also. Um, head to head, when you look at this matchup, uh, the Magic, they actually do pretty well um, when they play against Cleveland. Historically, they're 7-1 ATS in the last eight games, and they're 4-1 um, in the last five games ATS-wise in Cleveland. And I think, you know, the number for me is, I think, kind of spot on. I guess Cleveland should win this game by double digits. But like I said, it could be a look at his spot. I don't like this third game in four nights. But Cleveland's look good so far. They look really good. Um, the under in this spot is 11-3 uh, and three in the last 14 games, 12-4 and four in the last 16 meetings as well in Cleveland. Um, Orlando won the last game outright in April of last year. Uh, well, April of this year, but last NBA season. Um, but that that game didn't include they didn't have Jared Allen or Evan Mobley in that game. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a little different today. Um, I do have an official play that I'm going to get to in this one. So uh, the Magic ranked 26 in offense. They're scoring just 107 points per game. And Cleveland's defense comes in ranks number two. They're only giving up 103.7 points per game. And that was something that we kind of talked about at the beginning of the season when I was doing the team previews. We know Cleveland has those trees down there, right? They have Evan Mobley. They have Jared Allen. Um, they have a lot of length and athleticism. Uh, they're also getting really good contributions um, from the bench and from guys like Okuro, um, Teddy, Teddy Osmond. Like, these guys are, are, are playing well. Uh, we know that um, the head of the snake, especially with Garland being out, is Donovan Mitchell, and he's absolutely putting on a show over there. 
Like this guy is, you know, going going crazy, uh, absolutely bananas. So if you don't want to get involved with the spread, because I know a lot of people, you know, don't like laying eight and a half points. What I looked at in this one, and I and I did lock this one in already. Uh, it'll probably be one of the only officials I give out this morning. The Cavs team total over 112 and a half. I think the numbers just a tad bit too low. So the Magic are already allowing 115 and a half points. Um, I, I just talked about how bad their defense has been. They've given up 112 and a half points to the Pistons. So I think if the Pistons can do it, then Cleveland can. Um, even on the third game in four nights, and it's not you know a back to back. So the, the Cavs have have had one day of rest. They've also given this number up to the Celtics. We know they have a pretty good offense, and they've given it up to the Knicks. So three of the four opponents that Orlando's faced already, they've they've allowed to go over this point total of 112 and a half. So I, I've already played uh, the Cavs team total over 112 and a half. I think the number's a tad bit too low. On the opposite side, you get a Cavs team that's averaging 116 points already, um, and they've gone over in both of their uh, games since the home opener um, against uh, the Toronto Raptors. So I really like the, I really really like the Cleveland Cavs team total over 112 and a half. Didn't really look at this one from a prop perspective at all, but I'll probably get there. I typically cap the games first and then I go back for the props, which is why I typically give out, you know, spreads and totals um, on the show in the morning. And then I'll go back and look at it from a player prop perspective. Moving right along, I want to go to uh, go to this. Let me see what you guys are saying in the comment section about this game. Um, what up, Chris? Top of the morning. On the West Coast. Hey, Fremont, I appreciate you being here, bro. I know it's early on the West Coast. Uh, it's 4 it's four a.m., bro. I appreciate that. Um, what's, uh, what, else, what else I got? Uh, Clay messed up their offensive momentum. What's up, Chris? 804 in the building. What up, man? VA, stand up. What up? Uh, morning, bro. Very, very tough night, Markel said, but we cash in the day. Yeah, you get it back, man. The bookie, take your money and, you know, you lend it to him, you get it back. Orlando has allowed uh, three players to score 18 points. Three out of out of the last four games so far. Can can you see Cleveland tonight having three players doing the same? Absolutely. They're well balanced offense. Um, LJ, like they got guys that can can go for eighteen for sure. So I like that. You know, Karis Levert. Um, Orlando just not playing a lot of defense. Orlando, to their credit, they also you know not 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 trying to discredit um the offenses that they played against, but they don't have a lot on the defensive end. We know that Jalen Suggs is out. Markel Folks is not there. Um. Uh, uh, Isaac is John Isaac is not there, so they're, they're missing some guys for sure. Uh, D Mitch 25, Bonchero 20. Uh, I don't know if I like Bonchero in this spot. I just I know he's been balling, but he hasn't had to face guys like Evan Mobley, uh, who, um, we know we know the expectation for uh, Evan Mobley this year. Coach want him to be, um, you know, defensive player of the year type candidate, so I wouldn't look at Bonchero in this spot. Um, but that's just me. Chris, so far, it's looked like a lot of NBA parity, uh, less blowouts. I think it's because no team bench is really great yet. Your thoughts? I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Cavs should punish them. I agree with that. Ventura over 19 and a half. Wendell Carter over eight, a nine and a half rebounds. Um, yeah, pick your spots with the rookies, man. Like I said, Ventura, I know he's gone over in every single game. And I'm not talk- I don't want to talk you guys off. I'm just saying I'm not looking to take him in this spot tonight against, uh, you know, a defense um that has these twin towers on there jared island and evan mobley are not the typical uh front court you know in the nba um so yeah you guys take with that information and do what you want moving along though let's get to this hawks and pistons games so um we got the this the line is funny because when i was capping this game yesterday like in the middle of the day um the line was actually only at five and a half 
uh, in favor of uh, the Hawks and, you know, quickly steamed up to seven. I talked about this one yesterday, uh, twice yesterday on my show and my show and the show with Ronald Cobain, uh, Les Cap. The line is now at seven um, for Atlanta. Uh, the total is at 228. And um, we see some money come in on the over just a tad bit. It's up to 229 in some places, 228 and a half. And uh, nothing really on the spread. It's still it's at seven. Hasn't really moved a lot. Um, I'll tell you guys this. Uh, Atlanta's coming into this game, the two and one, uh, but they, they're coming off that really bad loss on Sunday versus a shorthanded Charlotte team that didn't have LaMelo Ball, didn't have Terry Rozier. Uh, they lost that game by 17 points after starting the season two and oh, with wins against with with uh, with um, they, they had beat Orlando and they had already beat Houston. Right. Um, so then on the opposite side, um, you get a, a Pistons team that's, uh, they, they're not in the greatest spot. This is, this is going to be a second night of a back-to-back because we know that they lost last night in Washington. So it's a road home back-to-back for them. Um, after that, uh, you know, 21 point massacre last night that Washington, uh, put on them. So, um, I think the spot for this one doesn't really favor, uh, the Hawks historically, but I would only be able to look towards the Hawks in this spot. So the Hawks are the own four in the last four meetings in Detroit. For some reason, Trey young just doesn't have the greatest games in Detroit today. This t- in, in this season, uh, you know, he has a running mate in, in DeJounte Murray. And I was reading some of the quotes that came out from, um, you know, the loss in Charlotte. Uh, well, I'm sorry, at, uh, at home against Charlotte. And he was saying that, you know, he put the loss on him. They got to come out and set the defensive tone, even when they're not scoring the ball on offense. So the Hawks are, you know, they're, they're, they're top heavy. They don't have a lot of scoring off that bench. They don't, they're, a lot of their points going to come from guys in the starting lineup. Uh, Trey Young and DeJounte Murray lead the team in scoring both one and two and in assists, both one and two. Then you have guys like, uh, you know, uh, Collins and Capella, um, Okongu, uh, coming off the bench, of course. And, um, uh, DeAndre Hunter, who, who recently got his money as well. I will say, I think there's something to, to take in the Hawks early in this game. I really like the Hawks early. I don't even have a spread for it right now. I was looking for it, looking for it yesterday, looking for it this morning, can't find it. But Hawks first quarter, first half is something I'm going to be looking to. Uh, Detroit typically comes out slow. You, you've seen that. If you watched Les Cap yesterday with myself and RC, he talked about taking uh, Washington first quarter. They end up covering that. It was 28-25. The spread was one and a half. I think you get a fired up Atlanta team coming in here off that loss, looking to bounce back. I would actually look towards Detroit team total under for the first half as well. But I like Atlanta specifically in this spot. I don't know how I'm going to play it. It'll probably be first quarter spread, first half spread. I'll probably take a unit and split it on both. Um, but I'm not looking for it. I know that you typically you want to take the team to bounce back. Um, but I, Detroit's not a good team right now. They're not a good team. Um, and I think Atlanta is primed to bounce back in this spot. They're probably fired up you know, off that loss, overlooking a team. So I, that's those are the games that you want to take, right? Detroit is also uh, allowing, is averaging, I'm sorry, is averaging the fewest first quarter points at home. They only averaging 17 points. And the game that they scored 17 points at home was actually um, uh, against Orlando. And Orlando's defense isn't better than Atlanta's defense. Um, they're also tied at 27th as far as first quarter scoring. So they're not scoring a lot of points. Um, and I think Atlanta is in a motivated spot to come out here and smack these boys up and, uh, you know, kind of keep it, kind of keep it going and getting back on the right track. So that's what, that's, I will be playing that officially 
um, when the line actually comes out, first quarter, first half uh, spread for me probably. Um, and I, I, like I said, I also hate the spot for Detroit because they're they're in a, um, a road home back to back, which is not that's just not a good spot. <laughs> the travel makers didn't the uh, the 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 schedule makers didn't make this uh, a good travel spot for Detroit at all. Um, Fremont said look like a trifecta spot. It definitely could be a trifecta spot for sure. Uh, give me Hawks minus 10. <laughs> Why line so low? I think it's line. I think the line low, uh, Markel, just because, like I said, Atlanta doesn't typically they don't they don't play as well, um, you know, against uh, they just don't play as well uh, historically against the Pistons. I talk about talked about them being on four in the last four meetings in Detroit. Like I said, when they go up there for some reason, they just don't play that well. So I think they play well tonight, though. I, I like the bounce back spot. Detroit, you know, they had shell of themselves. Um, they're a really bad defensive team. I talked about that, you know, Mar- not having Marvin Bagley. So, um, yeah, let's move on, though. I've been <laughs> talking about two games, and we're already 18 minutes in. I try to keep the show to about 25 minutes or less. Um, I like the Hawks uh, in the money line parlay. Hawks come off a bad loss. Uh, Detroit isn't good. Trey has double revenge, too, I believe. Yeah, I think so. This is a Hawks uh, first road game. May let down. Uh, Pistons play good at home. Uh, they play a little bit better, but they got a loss against Orlando at home, LJ. So um, they ain't playing that good at home. <laughs> uh, five games in the last seven days for the Pistons, too. Uh, so uh, you can see in their numbers, all uh, Don Long should be a blowout. Yeah, I, that's what I'm looking at, too. Like I said, I haven't played it yet. Man, this is the perfect uh, to listen to while doing my deliveries. Appreciate it, Chris. And I appreciate you being here, Mike. You guys hit the like button for me, too. If you're over on the comment section, if you're over on YouTube as well. But let's get into it, man. Let's get another game in real quick if we can. Uh, we should have enough time to get at least uh, one more game in. And then, of course, uh, you guys tap back in with me this evening, 515 Eastern time. I'll have a recap. I'll, I'll have, a, you know, go through all of these games and have some player prop angles for you guys as well. Um, since we only got time to get one more in, let's go to uh, let's go to let's go up to Toronto. I want to talk about this game. Let's go north uh let's yeah let's go up here man um 76ers are coming into this one uh and i think this is a i think this is a really good spot a really really good spot so um 76ers are traveling to toronto um you get a line that opened as a pick right it was a pick at most places um toronto is favorite in some places i see them favorite at DraftKings, but i also see uh, Philly being favored at, at Circa right now and at Winbet. Um, total opened at 215 and a half. It's up to 216. I think the total's a little low. I was I was actually wanted I, I was actually looking towards the under, but I'm not taking it with it being that low. This is playoff revenge <laughs> angle in this game, right? We know that the 76ers beat the Raptors last year. Uh the Raptors limped into that series. Uh, you can say Toronto kind of limped into the series as well, but to, the, the Raptors limped into that series. Now you get a 76ers team that's traveling on the road, um, and you get a Raptors team that's coming off a law, uh, coming off a win uh, in Miami, right? So um, the Raptors are the more rested team, and typically the more rested teams that have played at home have looked good in this spot, right? Um, the Raptors are – I expect the Raptors to come out here and jump on the 76ers early. Let's just put it like that. I think the Sixers got, you know, a, a little chip off their shoulder by beating the Pacers and covering the other night. Um, but I do think that, and I, I, that's more of a reason why I like the Raptors early in this game. Cause I think the 76 is coming to this one with their guard down. Um, 
and these teams will play again, I think, on Friday as well. So it's a you know it's a back to back spot. Um, I think the the 76ers will probably just stay in Toronto because I think the the second game is in Toronto as well. Uh, we know what happened in the playoffs last year, man. Like I said, uh, I was actually on the Raptors heavy in that game. Um, I think this is I think this is a Raptor spot. I would only be able to look towards the Raptors. They have the playoff revenge angle, and also you get uh, a 76ers team that just hasn't looked that good. We know that Nick Nurse is one of the one of the uh, one of the coaches that defends Joel and B really really well. Um, so you're gonna be looking at guys like James Harden and uh, and Maxi to step up in this in a spot like this. Uh, I'm not a believer in the 76ers bench. I think that the Raptors had a better bench in this spot. Um, they they haven't looked that great. I mean, one game against uh, Indiana isn't going to necessarily do it for me, right? I, this, we know that the Raptors play really, really you know, uh, solid defense, and I think that they have enough offense also to be able to score and get this win. The Raptors beat the Cavs on opening night. Scotty Barnes, I should also mention Scotty Barnes is questionable for this game, but we saw them win the game without Scotty Barnes in the last game. He probably going to end up playing in this one. I think he does play. I think he had a sprained ankle. Um, I'm looking to back. I'm looking to back the 76ers. I'm sorry. I'm looking to back the Raptors in this spot. Uh, one interesting nugget that I pulled too. I was running some SDQL on this game. So the Sixers um, are just three and five, which is a three five and one, which is only a 37% cover rate out of their last eight games post all-star break last year when they won their last home game and they play their next game uh, on the road. Right. So their next game being away, they won the previous game. It's typically a letdown spot for the Sixers. It's going to be a great test for them, but we've seen them struggle. They, they struggled with, with the Spurs. They actually struggled with, with, uh, with the Pacers as well um, for, for some of that game also. And then, of course, you know, Boston beat up beat up on them, and that was the only playoff team that they played so far. Um, so, yeah, give me the Raptors. I'm probably going to take them on the money line tonight. I haven't put that one in yet, but uh, I'll probably make that official, especially I, I do want to see the news on Scotty Barnes. But, like I said, I'm, I'm looking to fade the 76ers when I get a chance to. Um, like I, I, I talked about it, they just look a step slow to me. So I'm looking to fade them in a spot like this. Uh, and we are at the 23-minute mark. So I'm going to go through um, my officials real quick, and then I'm going to get up out of here. What you guys on tonight? Let's see. Um, Lloyd Markin at over 22 points, uh, and Anthony Edwards over 24 points. Revenge night. I do like Anthony Knight. <laughs> it got a lot to prove after, you know, a slow start in the last game. But it was a bad spot for the Timberwolves. I talked about that, um, you know, back-to-back, third and four. Now you get them, you know, not on the back-to-back. I think Anthony Edwards has a good night tonight, too. Uh, ladder picks. Uh, Utah and, and uh, T-Wolves in a revenge spot tonight. Yeah, Utah's definitely in a revenge spot. I think they're going uh, to smash up the, the Houston Rockets. I'm actually looking towards the over in that spot. I like that spot a lot. Um, and then, of course, the Timberwolves are, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you got – the lines are getting again pretty heavy. I know we didn't catch the cover the Utah one, but that the lines up to six already. Um, and the Timberwolves, I think, are already at uh, seven and a half or eight. Also, uh, Pascal tonight, baby. Yes, Yakum owns the um, he owns the 76ers, so that could be a good prop as well. Van Fleet, eight assists. Gary Trent Jr., over two and a half threes made. I couldn't talk you up. I like that as well. Market at over 14 points. Edwards only scored nine. Uh, both will have bounce back games. I like that. I like that you guys are looking at the bounce back spots for sure. Scotty Barnes playing. Does he impact your handicap? Yeah, he does uh, because Scotty is a guy that can, uh, you know, facilitate the offense. He can score. He plays really good defense as well. He's like a he's like the best second uh, second 
uh, point, backup point guard. So I like I would like Scotty Barnes to be in that game, but I, I I wouldn't take the Sixers even if Scotty Barnes isn't in. So wanted to make that clear as well. Edwards will be motivated by Carl Anthony Towns' comments, in my opinion. I think so too, man. Uh, I didn't mention that, but Carl Anthony Towns talked about his diet and eating Popeye's chicken and stuff like that. You know how you need to take care of his body. So I like Ann a lot, man. I like Ann a lot in this spot. Harden rebounds uh, over 16 and a half. Well, 16 and a half. I think that means over for Fabian. DeJounte Murray rebounds and assists over 15 and a half plus 100. I think I got some space. Uh, some spaces look for later. Okay, DJ. Yeah, let's tap in later, man. Uh, Timberwolves full game minus th- 13. Okay. Ooh, that's a spicy one. So real quick, because um, we are at the 25-minute mark, uh, official for me, I'm on the Cavs team total over 112 and a half. Uh, I already gave out the analysis for that. They get an Orlando team that's struggling defensively. And then uh, Hawks-Pistons, I will be on Atlanta first quarter, whatever that spread is, Atlanta first half, whatever that spread is. Um, fading the D- Detroit team uh, on the second night of a back-to-back, and Atlanta should be motivated in this spot. And then, um, I, man, I, I didn't have time to talk about the Nets and the Bucks, but I really want to get into that game. Raptors, I'm taking them on the money line tonight. Um, that's that's You can go ahead and make that official for me, too. Official for me, Raptors on the money line. Atlanta, looking at them early, first half, first quarter spread. And then um, Magic, uh Cavs. I'm taking the Cavs team total over 112 and a half. Appreciate you guys for being here as always. Hit the like button for me. Um, subscribe to the videos if you haven't. 7 a.m. every single day I'm doing the show. You guys be sure to tap back in with me this evening um, 5.15 Eastern Time Eastern Standard Time for the NBA Crispy Capping Show on Twitter, on YouTube. Best of luck on all your best today. Do your research now so we can tap back in later. I'll talk to you guys later.